Good afternoon, everybody. It's a beautiful day in Oklahoma. Yes, finally got some cold. Yep, it's but not the 70 sun. Degrees. The sun is shining. Yes, um, and we hope it's beautiful where you're at. Yeah. So welcome to episode number fifty. Oh my God, we've wow. done fifty. That's crazy. That's insane. So I just thought it'd be cool. I think we did this for forty mm-hmm. and thought it, we got a lot of good feedback. So we kind of did a little research about the number fifty. Of course. So we have just a little list of movies that came out fifty years ago in nineteen seventy one. Wow. Mitchum, name a few. All right. So these are some good ones. We got Dirty Harry. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original one. Yep, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, The French Connection with Gene Hackman. Oh. A Clockwork Orange and Brian's Song all came out 50 years ago. Wow. That's crazy. All great movies. Oh, fantastic. Highly recommend them. And we've got some celebrities that turned 50 this year in 2021 we've got our little hawkeye jeremy renner that's crazy doesn't he look good though yes and then winona ryder who has come back because she's in stranger things and i love that love that for her um marky mark 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 Wahlberg, (laughs) and mark marky mark and the funky bunch yep And then Jared Leto on the day after Christmas will be turning 50, which is wow. amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. They don't look 50 at all. No, That's amazing. They do not. So, any, hey, we, we got to get on it because we have got so much movie news. And then we've got, here's our take on three movies. Yep. So, Mitchum, Movie news. What do we have this okay, week? Okay, so to start us off, this probably, this is a big one, and we've been talking to you guys about this for a couple weeks now, but we have, we've have we been keeping a close eye for you guys on this new movie that Christopher Nolan is coming out with, Oppenheimer. Well, we've got some more cast news, and we finally got some teaser posters and kind of an idea of what the story is going to take place. So, casting-wise, he has added Flor- Florence Pugh and Rami Malek, which is phenomenal. This cast is shaping up to be extraordinary. Unbelievable. It is amazing. Especially with that budget. Yeah. So, a little snippet about what this movie is going to be about. Cillian Murphy is going to play Robert Oppenheimer. He is a physicist that helped develop the atomic bomb. Emily Blunt is going to play his wife. Matt Damon is playing an army officer in the U.S. Air Force, and he is the director of the Manhattan Project before it was transitioned over to the Atomic Energy Commission, which will be headed by Robert Downey Jr.'s character, who plays a senator and he, the chairman of the Atomic Energy. Perfect casting. Yes, it is so amazing. Great. So the bulk of the story takes place about these hearings between Robert Oppenheimer and the AEC, and him, the AEC, taking away his security clearance because he has kind of changed his mind on the production of the atomic bomb. Florence Pugh will play a member of the Communist Party in the United States. Perfect. The, oh, yeah. They know that the she's scared. They know everything. that she's got the accent. Yes. Then what? What else is she though? She's also, I guess, she has an affair with Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> so we'll see that. Yeah, we'll see. And Robert Malek is just playing a probably a quirky old scientist, which is so, perfect. This is great. I, I love the time period. It takes place after World War II. The bombs in Japan have already been dropped, and this is just kind of the aftermath of the atomic era and what is to become of it. So this is the cast is going to get even better. 
and I am super pumped for this. It's going to be fantastic. Yep, it'll be wonderful. Yes. Already Mm -hmm. wonderful. So, okay, moving on. Oh, and, you know, he got his little spot. This is Nolan's date is... July 21st of 2023. Yeah, that's his date. Um, Okay, so my boy Daniel Craig... It, you know, doing Knives Out, so they're doing two and three, and little Ethan Hawke confirmed that he's making a cameo. Interesting. Yes, very excited. And then little Spider-Man, Tom Holland, which we'll be talking about that next show. Yes. Um, he confirmed during, you know, an interview for Spider-Man um, that he's going to be playing Fred Astaire. Now, for all you youngins out there that don't know Fred Astaire, number one, Google the man. He's, it's, he's a legendary entertainer. Um, you know, he was an actor, a dancer, a singer, a choreographer. He did, he danced with Ginger Rogers. I mean, he was very tall and thin. I remember my parents, it was my parents' generation. Um, so just, it's going to be amazing. It's, and with Tom agreeing, it'll be good. Oh, sure. Well, of course it will be. And, you know, he's, he's danced before. I guess he did, um... Oh, he did a uh, Billy Elliot the musical, and so okay. he, you know, he goes, "Yeah, I got my tap shoes. I just need to dust them off." So he's going to be fine. Sure, why so, not? Yep. What? Also, in some other news, uh, HBO is doing the Last of Us series, which is based on the very famous video game. They've added Nick Offerman to the cast. Yeah, and Pedro so now, Pascal. Pedro Pascal yeah. is playing the main character, and okay. then the little girl from. Game of Thrones, who was the head of that house that everyone fell in love with. She was only in a few episodes. Yeah. She is playing Ellie, which okay. is fantastic. Yes. And then Nick Offerman is playing uh, a important character. And then the main girl from French, Anna Tovey, is playing a character, Tess. Fringe. Fringe, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, this this is shaping up to be very exciting. Uh, the video game is, you know, a cult classic everywhere. People love it, and they play it for the story, not for the gameplay. Yeah. And I think it translates beautifully into a TV show. Okay. I think it'll be great. Cool. Um, and that's going to be on HBO. Yes. Which is another reason we're happy we have HBO. Yes. Um, and then, real quick, with the release of um, Steven St- Spielberg's, um, oh my gosh, what's the movie? West Side Story. West Side Story, thank you, Mitchum, um, coming out. It's also been released uh, on Thanksgiving of next year, his next film called The Fablemans, and it's a film loosely based on his formative, his formative years, meaning Stevens. So it's a coming of age, but I love the cast. You know, I love Michelle Williams, yep. you know, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. And Paul Dano, love him, and Seth Rogen. Yeah, I'm excited too. to see him by yeah. himself. I think he'll be really, because, you know, when he's with other people, I don't really care for him. But, like, yeah. this this will be a good role for him, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it'll be good. Yep. So, and then we well, got Well, we're Guy both Ritchie. excited about this. <laughs> there was finally a trailer oh, released. Yeah. And uh, we finally got to see everyone on the cast. But Guy Ritchie's next film, Operation Fortune. With Jason Statham, and thank God <laughs> Jason Statham is attached to him. Yeah. Because otherwise yeah. he'd be stuck it's making his Crank career. 4 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. High voltage. So. Yeah. But yeah, so the, it, the film looks super fun. Just classic Guy Ritchie. The cast is going to be great. Um, it's about 
Super Spy Jason. Yeah, Jason's Statham, super, and his little crew. And his crew. Yeah. And they're trying to take down a billionaire uh, arms dealer, which, which is, is played Hugh by Grant. Hugh Grant, which is perfect. Yeah. And it's going to be so fun. And you know, it's funny because um, Josh Hartnett is in this, and I think he plays himself. Because Hugh Grant is like obsessed with him as an actor. Yes. And so Jason and Aubrey Plaza, yes. yeah, who from Parks and Rec, yeah. um, recruit him to, I don't know, but it, it's just, to get it's, yeah, it's going to be like a that. classic snatch, the gentleman, yeah, just yeah. crazy inter mm-hmm. stories. So yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. So can't wait for it and just i mean i don't know if i like this news or not it scares me actually but universal studios just announced that their movies will be released on peacock 45 days after they're in theaters and you're why does it scare you well because i'm it just is one more step to losing movies and theaters yeah i want to be able to take my grandkids to go see a movie in a theater and this announcement i mean it's like think about it you know with if you know a universal movie is not you know is gonna be you can see it on your tv aren't you gonna wait and see it on tv instead of buying a movie ticket yeah i don't know I mean, we won't mitch him because no, we love the No, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get spoiled by anything, so I want right. to be one of the first ones. But, so I mean, I, it's, you know, the last two years have changed the entire industry, yeah, you know? Damn and COVID. So it's just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised by this. I think yeah. a lot of studios are going to start landing deals. I'm surprised Peacock got Universal. That's I know, isn't that weird? For Peacock. But if you think about it, like, you know, Amazon has their own. You know, Netflix does their own movies. Yeah. You know, HBO Max does their own thing. So I guess Universal uh, doesn't really weird. have a streaming service. Oh, okay, I see. You know, what Disney you're has their own now. Yeah. So, but all right. Well, you. But just, yeah, it's, we just, it's just where it's going. I yeah. mean, I'm not surprised. And movie theaters won't go away. I mean, it'll still be around, but still, it makes they me won't sad. be as big as they used to be. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it is sad because I mean, I still think that there's only. There's only a way to... There's certain movies you have to see on the big screen. Exactly. You know? Like Dune is one of them. Thank you for so, saying it first. Yeah, I, I was going to, but I thought, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say that word. But yes. <laughs> yeah. And an IMAX. Speaking which, of that... Which I saw twice. Go. The American Film Institute has released their top 10 films of 2021. This, this is This has huge. nothing to do with the Academy Awards or anything. Right. This is a separate entity. Love it. And I I have either heard of all these movies or have seen most of them. And I'm actually, I like this list a lot. And right. I think Allie agrees I with me. I love this, this list. Is a very, and I don't think these are any particular order. I am surprised by one of these them. These are their top 10 favorite films of 2021. Okay, go ahead. So we're going to start with Coda, which you loved. Amazing. Fantastic film. Yes. Don't Look Up. That's my I'm Which is coming out on Netflix on the 24th of December. It's in theaters now. Which but. is Adam McKay. I'm not surprised because he his stuff always does yeah. well. Okay, go ahead. Dune, obviously. Woo, woo. Of course, King, Dune. King Richard, which also yeah. kind of surprised me. Oh, it's which so I, good. But I'm, not, but I'm glad. Yeah. Licorice Pizza, which is coming out soon, Ooh. which will be on our next show. Yep. Nightmare Alley, which is also coming out, and I'm 
actually pretty excited for, I yep. think. Yep. Mysterious. Yes. And yes. I really don't know what it's about. Power of the Dog, which yep. we will get to in we'll, a minute. Yep, we're going to review it. Tick, tick, boom. This is the only one I haven't heard of, really. Yeah, and now I'm going to watch it. Because okay. this is the only one that I will, well, and I'm not going to, the last one I don't think I'll see. But yeah. I, Tick, Tick, Boom is on, oh, Netflix, oh, it's on a streaming service. Okay. I can't remember which one. I think it's, I don't know. Um, and then what are the other the two? The last two, The Tragedy of Macbeth, which is coming out soon. That'll be on Apple. And The West Side Story. Yeah, West Side Story. Which is out now. Yeah. So. And it's Steven Spielberg. So yeah, I, I think those are great films. And I mean, half of those are for, you know, everyday people like you and I. Yeah. Like Dune, I mean, everyone go see. Yeah. You know, and I like that there's a good mix of like cinematic artsy films. Right. And there's also films that like the everyday person will want to go yes. see. Yes. And so this it's is. It's a good it list. It very encapsulates 2021. You, you know what? It's hot approved <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. um and then just very quickly i had to sneak this in it was announced that the coveted 250 list top 250 films um and this is of all time all time and i think I'm, shawshank yes is, is still number one. number one yes but um on i think IMDb, dark Knight is top five yes thank you um dune my beloved dune came in at 165 and you know what that's amazing that's pretty that's pretty cool yeah okay it's that's only been out cool. for what three months exactly okay that's pretty One, cool it'll go up there's no way it's gonna oh, stay yeah, yeah, at yeah. 165 I agree. Well, yeah. it'll go up well it booted all mine i mean it's yeah it's in its own uh, we, it's, know. we know okay all right all right okay okay now we have are you ready this is where ellie does her singing oh, so you know fast forward Mitchum's Marvel moment. Hit it. Woo. All right. So, man, there's a lot to talk about. We got some news and we got Hawkeye to talk about. I'll start with the news first. Um, Kevin Feige, who is the director, producer, slash CEO of the Marvel MCU at Disney, has officially confirmed that Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil, in the series on Netflix, he is coming to the MCU. We do not know in what capacity that's going to be in yet. A lot of people are speculating it'll be in Spider-Man, but we don't know. So we'll, well, we'll you know see. my favorite Daredevil. Well, yeah, but is he's Ben. Not. Well, he's bat. He's Batman now, so he's a little busy. <laughs> but that's you know him and Electra. Yeah, but a lot <laughs> okay. of people don't like that one. All right, I know. Go ahead. Everyone, uh, the Daredevil series and all those Netflix shows—they're hit or miss a lot of people like the punisher one that they yes. say that's the best but other people say that charlie clocks did the best with daredevil huh. and a lot of people are very excited for him coming in and i think we're going to get some more news in hawkeye about whether or not he will come i <gasps> really think, i think okay so uh other news shang chi number two is officially in the works by the same writer director which we were both excited for very happy also, Venom 3 is in the planning stage, so I'll just scroll that with us. It's more of a Sony thing than anything, yeah. but whatever. All right, anyway, Hawkeye. So we've had four episodes so far, and man, Disney and Marvel and their fourth episodes have just been wild in all of their shows. Big reveals, big plot changes. I mean, WandaVision had it, uh, Hawkeye, or, uh, Winter Soldier and Captain America had it. Loki was a big turning point on episode four, and this one was another one. At the very end of the episode, we had a big reveal. I won't say who, but it was very exciting. 
Um, and just more questions are just coming, you know, and there's a, like, there's a whole new storyline that kind of came of this episode. And I'm very curious how they're going to piece are it there all together. Eight, are there eight episodes? There are six. Oh, okay. Six I was going to say, you know, it's really just marketing geniuses. They always do the mid one. Sure. Because they, oh, yeah. they, they want to capture you. You're, you're, they know yep. you're in on the first two well, it's, or three. It's, we've gotten some questions answered from the first three. Yeah. And then, but we've had more questions that are going to push for the right. next two. And it's the big boom in the middle. Yes. And that's just marketing. Yeah. So it, it's very exciting. And I'm loving the show so far. Haley Seinfeld is fantastic. Her and the chemistry between Jeremy Renner is just awesome. Well, and, and it, it's you so know, Mitch, great. And it's just, it tugs at your heart because, and this is a spoiler if you haven't seen it, but, you know, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye is hard of hearing. Yes. Because it's so real. It's so because realistic. Of, think about yeah. all the bombings and stuff. He And he loses his hearing aid and can't understand a phone call from his son. Yeah. So it was yeah. so sweet that she helped him, yes. you know, get yeah. through that it's phone so call. Realistic, oh, you know? yeah. It's so realistic. And it's just that, about it was great. him being a family man and you find out, like, that he lost his family during the blip, and there's a little mention of Natasha in there, and it's oh, just like it's just a... Hawkeye reeling from well, all these events from his past. And he had like a, a thought of it and showed that mm-hmm. scene where yeah, he had like she nightmare. tugged away at uh-huh. his hand and dropped to her death. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're just like, oh, uh. yeah, no, it, it, it's it's so great, and she, he is so like stone cold and stalwart and just quiet and then she's the complete opposite like she is fangirling because that's her yeah, favorite adventure that's true yeah. that's her favorite that's adventure cute. and it's yeah. so cute to see them dynamic together yeah. and jeremy renner i adore jeremy yeah. renner after the, he there's nothing you know he can't jeremy do. jeremy won me over of course i loved him in the town but it was Wind Arrival. River. Oh, Arrival, oh, yes. Oh, my God, Wind River, yes, too. Yes, Arrival first. That was first. after. But when I saw him in Arrival, that, he bumped way up. I oh, yeah. I was so proud of him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was, yeah, and then, of course, Wind River. Anyway, that's another show. Yeah. So we have two more episodes left uh, on wow, Wednesday. only two? I know, it's crazy. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, we'll have two, uh, and then Spider-Man comes out. Oh, yeah, 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 So okay. we'll be okay. We'll All be right, okay. we'll be okay. All right, so, dang. That was a lot of that news. That was a lot. That was a lot. And Hope you you're know, still with us. Yeah, you know, you guys, we, we were only supposed to do one more show. I mean, we thought it would really be cool to end 2021 on 50 shows. Sure. But, you know, I texted Mitchum last week. I'm like, there's no way we can do our final show December is after Spider-Man. Yeah. So let's do one before, and then we're going we're gonna to go on vacation, and then we're going to come back. The day after Christmas on the 26th, right? Yes. And that's when we'll, and we'll talk to y'all. A late Christmas present. Yeah, late, yeah. And so 51 will be our last. And then we've already got our first show of 2022 planned. So, um, okay. So here's our take we've got three movies we're going to talk about. Um, The first one I'm going to do quickly. And it's called Encounter. I talked about this last episode. And, you know, it's so funny because I re-listened to our last episode and I'd mentioned. Now, I don't think there's going to be any aliens in it. It'll kind of be like in your magic or, you and, know, yeah. you won't see them, but they'll be there. Well, how? Those are kinds of the third kind or yeah, something. Yeah, like I was so right, but it was so in wrong. wrong. Yes. Okay. What pisses me off. I'm not recommending this movie. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. It's on Amazon Prime. It was, you know, Riz 
Ahmed and Octavia Spencer, but y'all, it is billed as a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi and a drama, okay? This movie is about kidnapping your kids. He literally kidnapped his kids. He was in the army years back and he ha he's dealing with PTSD and he ends up kidnapping his kids and his parole officer is Octavia Spencer. And it's just, it wasn't probably bad, but it was just so misleading. It was so misleading. And I thought, well, maybe at the end, maybe it really is aliens, but no, 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 no. They let you know that the first 30 or 40 minutes, it, it was all in his mind. His mind. Whoa. So I ju it just blew it for me. Yeah. So anyway, don't, I, 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 I just That's... wouldn't recommend it. And I watched it for Riz because I loved him in The Sound of Metal, but I just, I can't recommend it. Okay, Mitchum, what's our second movie okay. that we, that was here's quick. our take. Yeah. Uh, so the second one is a cute little Disney movie called Encanto. It is their next animated movie that stars, the, oh, it was all original music by Lin-Manuel Mirandes. He wrote all the music for okay. it. Okay. And um, it, it's just a fun little family movie. What? Well, do you mind s yeah. me saying too, I looked this up in Canto, it means a charm, a spell, enchantment, and delight. Oh, for those of you that okay. don't know, I, I was curious. That makes a lot of sense yeah. for the film because it, yeah. there's a lot of mention to it, and it's not their name or their. It's like a. It's a word. Right. Which yeah. Yeah. So we're just because yeah. it's a you know from the trailer it's about a family that has magical power. You yeah. Know, each they were one has a miracle different. and they have each special powers yeah. and it is just, it's about it's a sweet coming of age. You know, and just a girl that does not have any powers is trying to find her way in this very gifted family and, you know, trying to feel special right. in a family of very extremely gifted people. Yeah. Um, lots of singing, lots of dancing, beautiful visuals. Oh, you it know, th was. There was. And you know, Mitchum, it's like... There was a scene towards the end where she's sitting by her grandmother at a river, mm -hmm. and that river looked like real. Yeah, yeah. It, it is amazing how far animation has come. Oh, it, it was it's, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and I there was a little too much singing, I think, for me, but the story <laughs> was still really cute. You all and, know we don't do musicals, yeah, but I loved the songs. They were great. Yeah, they were great. There were some I couldn't, they were hard to understand and follow at points. Yeah. But uh, it, the, the visuals was fantastic. The setting was beautiful. The yeah. cast was great. And it was funny. It was funny. It was great. Yeah. It was cute. It's a great family movie. And yeah. there, at the beginning, you know, Disney is kind of stealing this from Pixar. They do a little short film uh, at the beginning. And oh my God, the short film was just, uh, it was gut-wrenching. Yeah. And so... Dropped a tear. Yes, it was amazing. It was about and parenting. I, yeah, it was, bottom it was about line. parenting and so raccoons. So being a parent. Yes. I, and I, I'm not a parent, but I was tearing up yet, at this. Not a parent not yet. Yet. But I was tearing up at this little short film. That's like yeah. 10 minutes, you know, and I turned to my fiance Haley, and she's bawling Aww. before the movie even starts, you know, and... And then she's bawling after the movie because it was sad. Yeah. So, but it was it was great. You go take your kids to see it. I was it's kind funny. of surprised that it was long. It was an hour and forty two minutes. It was that's, kind of long. That's a long time for a kid 
to sit through a movie. And I went like at five o'clock and granted it didn't start till five twenty six. It had a lot of trailers yes. before. But um and I so there was only like six of us in it and maybe two kids and they were getting restless towards the end. Yeah. I could hear and I guess you and Haley had a lot of Yes, we had a lot of kids that were getting yeah. restless in in between. Yeah. You know? I was surprised I mean, I didn't that length didn't bother it didn't me feel at long. all. It but it I needed was just to be. thinking with kids. Yeah. You know. But you know, a lot of this Mitchum, there's the last thirty minutes it just kids aren't gonna latch on to. No. You know, it was 100% adult. Oh, you know, sure. That theme sure. Yeah, the oh, end. yeah, yeah. Because so, yeah. they had to wrap it. It was kind of, you kind of get lost there in the middle a little bit yeah. of like what, you know, because most Disney movies is about a mother and a daughter or yeah. like a father and a or son a princess or sin- and, sister yeah. sister or stuff yeah. like that. And this one was kind of. Yeah. I don't it, know. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was Highly great. Recommend Highly it. recommend. Go see it. It's fun. It's and funny. I, I really recommend it for non I mean like I went and yeah. enjoyed it. You oh, know, yeah. so it, it it's a great go see it holiday. Go oh, see it yes. over Christmas yes. break. You yes. know. Even if you don't have kids to take, mm-hmm. you know. So Okay, so do you mind if we do our last film? Please. Okay, so our last film, I am going to talk about Power of the Dog. This film is on Netflix. It's rated R. It's two hours and six minutes. Um, It stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, and Jesse Plemons. Sidebar, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons are married. They have like two kids together in real life. I love that. Oh, in in real life? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that wow. cool? yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So the three of them, and it it's based on a novel, a 1967 novel. Okay. Okay. It takes place in Montana in 1925. And just, I'm going to put my notes up and kind of free fly on this one. The gist of this movie, and I'm hesitating because I'm going to tell you right now, it's, ugh, I I can't recommend it to everybody. Um, I am so glad I did watch it because on my Instagram, all my friends on Instagram, it was either love or hate. And not really hate, but just there was no in-between. Except I think I'm in between. And I had a hard time getting myself to watch it. I just, so finally I just sat my butt down yesterday morning and watched it. And it's about Benedict Cumberbatch plays just a ugly, just mean, tormenting, unhappy rancher. And his brother is Jesse Plemons and they're extremely successful. You know, they're very wealthy. In Montana. And Jesse Plemons, you know, ends up falling for a girl, marrying her. She's got an adult son who's studying to be a surgeon. And she comes to live. And the son, of course, goes off to medical school. But And Benedict Cumberdatch's character, you know, literally torments them. You know, and it, and he has his reasons. You'll, I don't want to spoil it really, but it's what I'd kind of heard about it a year ago, I think. It's not what I thought. And I'll just tell you, it is a revenge 
It's, it's a revenge story. And it's slow. It's a slow burn revenge. And like the last 30 minutes, you're, it's kind of jaw-dropping. But it is a beautiful film. I ultimately sat down and watched it because I wanted to see Benedict Cumberbatch. And Mitchum, you like him. I do. I know you do. I do. I do. And I really think you would like this film. I love Jesse Plemons. Hey, I've been with Jesse since Friday Night Lights, the series, okay? I was with him back then. And then, of course, knowing that him and Kirsten are, you know, um, and I read a little article. I thought that was so, the, the director, um, Campion, Jane Campion, um, there was a shot in the movie where Kirsten, you know, was kind of ad-libbing and walked up to Jesse and put her arm through his put her hand through his arm and they cut and you know Jane Compton was like oh that's a little bit too comfortable because you're married to him you know and Kirsten Dentz was like I didn't even you it was just so natural for me to walk up to my husband and do that I just thought that was a cute little story so um but I it's not for everybody because it's one of those um it's artsy um it could kind of be an indie it's not like there again I always think of the girls I work with just common girls they see maybe one movie every couple of months I won't go to work and say oh my god you guys have got to watch Power of the Dog yeah I won't do that you know and so but it's 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 an interesting movie and I didn't hate it I didn't love it but it it was it's on Netflix, so it's it's very good. And that ending was amazing. And so I challenge you to watch to okay. watch it. And I really think Haley would like it. Okay, so those were three great movies. Here's our take: uh, Encounter, You Can Pass, Power of the Dog, and then Encanto. Everybody, yes. go see yes, it. Yes, of course, go of see course. it. So. We've got a ton of stuff coming up. Oh, yeah. Mitchum, you want to tell yeah. them what's December going on? December is still packed. Oh, my gosh. So, the 17th, obviously, a big day. We have Nightmare Alley, Spider-Man No Way Home, The Witcher, a TV show on Netflix, is coming out. Uh, the 22nd, Matrix, which, eh. Uh, the King's Man, The Tender Bar, which I know you're excited yeah, about. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Uh, and then we'll do a show on the 26th. And then our next show, first show next year... We'll do Don't Look Up, which comes out on Netflix on the 24th. Mm-hmm. We'll do Licorice Pizza, which comes out on Christmas Day. And then we'll do Macbeth, The Tragedy of Macbeth, uh, American Underdog, which I'm so oh, pumped yes. for. Oh, yes. So pumped. And they, they, they shut down part of our hometown yeah, to yeah. film mm-hmm. in my favorite restaurant. They shut it down to film a scene in oh, there. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah that's right awesome. here in our hometown. Man, I love Kurt Warner. He was such a great guy, and yeah. I love the guy playing. Zachary Levi is perfect. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's going to be great. And it's nice to see Anna Paquin again, too. Yes, yes, so, yes. And then that'll be, and then uh, Cercero. Or Syria. Syria, or, which is Peter, Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah. Yeah, fancy arts movie. It'll be in on Apple, so yeah, yeah that'll be good. Yeah. So, so yeah, December is still full, and we're halfway through, oh so gosh. it's crazy. Yep, it is. And then, so we want to just do a couple of rewinds. And um, this is our movie recommendation that we want you to rent and stream. And believe it or not, uh, five years ago, I'll never forget, Mitchum. We kind of had our little minds blown. Um, I don't do musicals. Because I just think it's weird that you're having a conversation and then you break out in a song and dance. It's 
odd to me, but um, my son, who got a degree in uh, Indiana for music theater, convinced me to go see this movie, and it was the last week it was in the theater. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, La La Land, I went back two more times. Yeah. It was, yeah, it's fantastic. Five-year anniversary. Like we've said, I mean, we don't do musicals, but this one really, it, it wasn't a musical per se. It was a, I mean, there is singing and dancing, but it wasn't as like, it was I'm singing sport. my lyrics. Right. It's a movie with certain songs and points. Yes. It was beautifully shot. Ugh. The cinematography is amazing. The story is phenomenal. Yes. And the ending was just... Ugh gut-wrenching yeah it was gut-wrenching really like i remember both of us in the theater we gasped at the ending yes and i was just taken back like i was i was floored yeah and a movie had not done that to me before especially a musical that had well don't even you know talk yeah played with my emotions so much and it and i mean ryan and emma uh, Emma are fantastic Uh, yeah so it's been five years and we still to this day talk about that. Yeah, movie. we and do. It's fantastic. And it's and it and it's just so funny that when I talk about it, people are just floored that it's like on my top fifteen. I think it's on your top twenty list. Oh yeah, easy. You easy. know, so but yeah, we I would not, recommend this movie to anyone. Yes, and it great. So please go watch La La Land. It's their five year anniversary this month. Yep. So and then what else? Also go binge watch uh, the first season of The Witcher. Oh yeah, it's uh, we, that's coming out in a week on friday so you need to binge watch, get it caught up i'm not even gonna rewatch it because it was so confusing so i'm just moving forward with it yeah. when it comes out i i can't wait man yeah. it's it's it, he's doing all the press tours and talking about it and yeah. everything and i'm pumped it'll be great yep. all right guys welcome back to pause for popcorn where we take your questions we answer them we have two great fantastic questions this week and because it is the season Tis Chris, the season. Tis the season. Holidays, Christmas, New Year's coming up. Yeah, I like this question. We've got a couple. So, our first question from Terry. It is, what are our favorite Christmas movies and favorite Christmas Christmas songs? Christmas songs. Allie, I'll let you go first. Yes. Um. Well, Fred Claus. You know, I, I know that's a weird, everybody does Elf. Well, I do Fred Claus. And there's that one scene at the end where he's at the big snowball thing and that beautiful song comes comes on and because you know when kids are bad there's a reason they're bad you know and so it and it brings light to that so it's I I adore that I I just adore that film and then of course the one I watch every year because it's just so fabulous the cast is wonderful the family stone it takes place at Christmas and all these four kids come home I absolutely adore that film. So, Fred Claus, Family Stone. My Christmas music, I usually go, I like, um, I just tell Alexa, um, Rock and Roll Christmas. And that plays all my favorites. I really don't care for the new versions. I don't care for the country versions. I like the Rock and Roll Christmases. And then... I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I know none of you probably have heard of this guy, but I grew up with him with my dad, and it's really my favorite Christmas music, and it's Johnny Mathis. Um, he was born in Texas. He lives in San Francisco. He is his vo- velvet. He's got a velvet voice, and he is my all-time favorite Christmas 
singer and I adore the way he sings Christmas songs. So nice. give awesome. him a shot. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Ball Humbug, tell him what yours <laughs> wow. are. Okay. Just well, give away seriously. My whole, I will lead off with I am not a huge fan of Christmas movies um, or Christmas music. And I know that makes me seem like a Scrooge. I, I really enjoy this time of the year, spending time with family and everything. I just don't enjoy the movies. Well, and yeah, stuff. that's okay. So, and that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll follow that up by saying Die Hard is one of my favorite Christmas movies. That's going to trigger a lot of people. That's fine. It's about uh, Fred terrorism. Claus. <laughs> takes place during Christmas. Christmas all right, movie. all right. Not Fred go Claus there. is a great movie. Four Christmases. Um, those are some that I've seen. Um, as far as Christmas music, I, I like Jingle Bell Rock. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But other than that, right. it just gets so repetitive that I just don't care for it. Yep. Don't. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's, that, that's about it. So, yeah, we'll just roll right into our next question um, from Janelle. Uh, what was some of the worst films that we've seen so far this year? Yeah. And really, it'd be nice if we could have a 2021 wrap-up show, but yeah. I don't think we're going to... We won't have time. We won't have time. But maybe we could squeeze it in any I mean, maybe we'll talk about, like, yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea, and we can do our favorites, yeah. which y'all probably already know, but... But interesting, I like I like that she chose the worst one. So mine, of course, were like, oh, I mean, Army of the Dead, I didn't like that. Godzilla versus Kong, I only, Skull Island's my favorite. I only like, I don't like Godzilla being with Kong movies. Um, yes Day was absolutely horrible. I love Jennifer Garner. This was a Netflix, but I absolutely hated this film, and we, I did talk about it episodes back so do you remember some of yours mitchum that yeah you, there's a few the bottom i think you saw uh, the little things with denzel oh and, and jared, jared leto. leto yeah that was so deflating it was so, and remy malik was in it too oh yes yeah it, it, it was it set up so well but then it just kind of was like oh it just uh, ended yeah. and i went to the theater and saw that i was so disappointed yeah. um, any others another one i wasn't a huge fan of the green knight I just didn't. Yeah, I, I just didn't get it. Yeah. So, and I, that, if that makes me shallow, which I am, I, I just didn't understand it. Well, I'm new, I'm so shallow. I didn't even go see it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the new uh, Suicide Squad. I wasn't a fan. Aww. Not a fan. I I just don't. I just didn't get it. I, I don't know. I don't. You I don't know what didn't see. like it because spoiler. They killed everybody off at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, it was just so. <laughs> it blew your mind, didn't it? Yeah. I, I guess. And yeah. I, I liked Idris Elba, but I didn't care for anybody else in it. Well, and I loved Margot's comeback. She was good. It was her our comeback. And Idris were the best, but yeah. everybody else I just could care less about. Yeah. So yeah. and it was just it, it was had a lot of. I just didn't see the hype behind it. Yeah. So all right. I liked That's the first fair. one more, and I guess I don't know understand why people didn't like that. Well, we they did. So. Anyway. Well, thank you, so, yeah, Terry. Thank you, Janelle. They both far, uh, follow us on Instagram. They yep. both DM'd me those questions. We really appreciate it. Yep. So great show this week, and we're moving. Uh, we got a lot of movies coming up for oh. the rest of December. Yeah. And we're gonna do another show for you guys, a late Christmas present on the twenty sixth. Yep. So stay tuned. We got Spider Man. We'll have uh, Nightmare Alley and everything. So, so much. follow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and stay up to date with what we're doing. And Allie's doing her polls and everything. And I've got some Insta shout outs. Yes. Sorry, Go I ahead. didn't mean to interrupt Mitchum, but I I gotta give these people credit. Um, Future Flicks. He is my news outlet. 
and I even asked permission. He gave us all that Oppenheimer, and I mean, you know, it just it just saves me time from doing research. So, um, and I'll tag him. A new one that I interact with is Jason's Fun Time Movie Party. He's got a fun page. Um, and it's always funny because he puts a picture of himself and kind of does an expression on, on how he feels about the movie. So he's fun to follow. And then I, you guys, I've got to give props to, you know, our collab dudes, um, the Cult Popcast. I enjoy their podcast very, very much. And I'm going to go listen to theirs on Power of the Dog because I didn't listen to it. I didn't want to before I did my review, so now I get to go listen. Anyway, and the Stephen is has been a fan of Spider-Man. It's his passion um, for over 20 years. So listen to their podcast um, on the 18th about Spider-Man. It'll be really good because his passion is that character. So I'm giving him props, and I think, you know, just... Follow them through Spotify. Um, yep. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Oh, yes. We'll Merry see you Christmas. guys after the holidays. And we'll be looking forward to on uh, December 26th. Go to the movies.